Let's pray. Living God, by your Holy Spirit, open our eyes to see the new light of this day. Open our lips to tell of the empty tomb and open our hearts to believe the good news through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Our gospel reading is Luke's account of the very first Easter morning. Now all four gospel writers describe this remarkable morning so you just know that there'll be differences between the four different versions of the resurrection in these four gospels. Well, for example, in what we will read in Luke's gospel, we hear of two men in dazzling white, but in Matthew and Mark, there's one man at the tomb. In Luke and Matthew, the women bear the good news to the disciples, but in Mark, they keep quiet out of fear. And in John, only Mary reports the empty tomb. So there are little differences between the Gospels, but they all, they all report the good news that Jesus Christ is risen. He is risen indeed. Now let's remember the context of, we'll read from chapter 24. In the previous chapter, chapter 23 tells of Jesus being taken before Pontius Pilate, then before Herod, and then to the cross to be tortured to death. Then Joseph of Arimathea, someone on the council who did not agree with this plan, Joseph went to Pilate and asked for the body of Jesus. He took the body down from the cross, wrapped it in linen cloth, and laid it in a rock-hewn tomb where no one had been laid. Because the Sabbath was quickly approaching, the women came back early on the next day, the Sunday, to treat the body of Jesus for burial with spices and ointments. Now the first verse we'll read from Luke's Gospel says, well, it refers to they, but he didn't tell us who the they are for the 10 verses or so. So I'll go ahead and tell you that the they are Mary Magdalene, Joanna, Mary the mother of James, and other women with them. So listen now for the Gospel good news in the first 12 verses of the 24th chapter of Luke. On the first day of the week, at early dawn, they came to the tomb, taking the spices they had prepared. They found the stone rolled away from the tomb, but when they went in, they did not find the body. While they were perplexed about this, suddenly two men in dazzling clothes stood beside them. The women, the women were terrified and bowed their faces to the ground. But the men said to them, Why do you look for the living among the dead? He is not here, but has risen. Remember how he told you while he was still in Galilee, that the Son of Man must be handed over to sinners and be crucified and on the third day rise again. Then they remembered. They remembered his words and returning from the tomb, they told all this to the eleven and to all the rest. Now it was Mary Magdalene, Joanna, Mary the mother of James, and the other with, women with them who told this to the apostles. But these words seemed to them an idle tale and they did not believe them. 
But Peter got up and ran to the tomb, stooping and looking in. He saw the linen clothes by themselves. Then he went home amazed at what had happened. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Lord, may my words and may our thoughts be acceptable to you, our rock and our redeemer. Amen. Have you ever gotten news that was just too hard to believe? Well, sometimes a news story is so hard to believe, we keep, we keep the TV on for hours just hoping there's been some awful mistake and the terrible news isn't true after all. I think that's part of why we'll watch that same footage over and over, hour after hour, just hoping they'll say it ain't so. Maybe you felt that way Monday watching Paris's Notre Dame Cathedral burn. I know I felt that on 9-11. When the news is shocking, we say to each other, I just can't believe it. Can you? I just can't, I can't get that in my head. Well, we say that when, we say that when the news is good too. One of my, even on little things, one of my favorite political commentators is Ken Rudin. He's on the radio. I recently found he has a podcast and discovered he's got a trivia contest. So I learned the question and I say, oh, I know that one. I submitted an answer. Well, I forgot about it, but a few days later I got an email. Ken Rudin, hey, you've won. What's your mailing address so we can send you the buttons you won? <laughs> send you the prize. Well, I tell you, I've gotten a lot of email that says, you've won a prize. <laughs> or a gift card. Just send us your social security number of bank stuff, right? <laughs> Some of these claim from being legitimate companies, right? And, well, I've even gotten mail from Nigerian royalty having a little clash flow problems. <laughs> I've even known people who lost money to Nigerian Lloyd. Not us, but. Well, so I checked Ken's website for the next podcast, and sure enough, he announced my win. And unlike most people, he usually they'll say, Paul Rowland. I don't know who Rowland is. <laughs> I'm rolling. Well, and he posted it. So my doubts were overcome, and I sent him my address. But I got to tell you, I'm still waiting for that prize. <laughs> now I wrote this early in the week. I said, Betty, if the, if the prize arrives in the mail Saturday, I'm going to have to change that. <laughs> I'm still waiting, though. Well, we've all had surprises, good ones, bad ones, horrible ones, big ones, small ones. But we have never ever had any kind of surprise like Mary Magdalene, Joanna, Mary the mother of Jesus, and the, I'm sorry, of James and the other women had at the empty tomb on that very first easy Easter morning. Now we can, we can imagine they're walking slowly in the chill. It was kind of cold this morning, wasn't it? Of early morning at dawn. We can imagine they're walking real slow, kind of dreading that sorrowful task at hand. It was a dreary task, but it was the last loving thing they could do. 
we can almost hear them still weeping that their wonderful friend had come to such a grim and ghastly end, dying on a cross, crucified between two criminals. We can imagine their willingness to tackle the loving task of doing what needed to be done to prepare their friend's body for a final burial. We can imagine all of that. But can you imagine their stunned reaction when they arrive only to find an empty grave? And then as they're standing there perplexed, suddenly two men in dazzling clothes stood beside them. They're terrified. Well, we would be too. We don't like surprises in cemeteries. <laughs> Not really. Well, the women were terrified. They bowed their faces to the ground. And then these men said to them, why do you look for the living among the dead? He's not here, but has arisen. Well, what do you think those women thought of when they saw these two men in dazzling clothes? Perhaps, maybe, they had heard the disciples who had been with Jesus on the mountain at the Transfiguration. Back in the ninth chapter of Luke, we read about how Jesus' clothes had become dazzling white. And then there were two men standing with him. Perhaps those with Jesus at the Ascension would remember this women's description of these two guys wearing white. In the first chapter of Acts, Luke writes, while Jesus was going and they were gazing up towards heaven, suddenly two men in white robes stood beside them. They said, men of Galilee, why do you stand looking up toward heaven? This Jesus who has been taken up from you into heaven will come again in the same way you saw him go into heaven. Kind of, why are you standing around? Well, the men had a question and a memory and a, prompt, a memory prompt for the stunned, startled, terrified women. Why are you looking for the living among the dead? He's not here. And then they reminded them. He had told them this several times before. And then they did remember. Because over and over on his journey to Jerusalem, Jesus had, had told the disciples how he would be killed and on the third day, rise. They remembered the words of Jesus and returning from the tomb, they, they told all that they had witnessed. They told them all. And, and who believed them? Nobody. None of them. They thought it was an idle tale. Wishful thinking. But then, good old Simon Peter. You can always count on Peter to do something. He just had to know for himself. If maybe, maybe. So Peter doesn't walk. He runs to the tomb, the empty tomb. He stoops down and he peers in. And he sees the linen cloths all by themselves. And just as the women had said, nobody. Then he went home amazed at what had happened. But he didn't just stay at home in amazement. He ends up doing a lot of testifying and some preaching. In fact, that's our scripture, second scripture reading for the day. Part of what he preached in the 10th chapter of Acts, Luke tells us some of Peter's preaching. Then Peter began to speak to them. 
I truly understand that God shows no partiality, but in every nation, anyone who fears him and does what is right is acceptable to him. You know the message he sent to the people of Israel, preaching peace by Jesus Christ. He is Lord of all. That message spread throughout Judea, beginning in Galilee after the baptism that John announced, how God had anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Spirit with power, how he went about doing good, healing all who were oppressed by the devil, for God was with him. We are witnesses to all that he did, both in Judea and in Jerusalem. They put him to death by hanging him on a tree, but God raised him on the third day and showed him to appear, not to all the people, but to us who were chosen by God as witnesses and who ate and drank with him after he rose from the dead. He commanded us to preach to the people and to testify that he is the one ordained by God as judge of the living and the dead. All the prophets testify about him that everyone who believes in him receives forgiveness of sins through his name. And to Peter's sermon, I'll say, amen. You and I, we are witnesses of our Lord Jesus Christ who rose from the dead, who sits at the right hand of God in glory, who sends the Holy Spirit to empower us in his name. So now may the grace of God the Father bless you with peace. May the love of Jesus Christ sustain you in joy. May the power of the Holy Spirit fill you with courage this day and evermore. Amen.